Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. Welcome back to Trauma Drama. I am Kaylee and that is Nick. I am really sleepy today because it is the nighttime and I hate the nighttime, but I'm happy to be here and happy to have a fun show with Nick. You're flat. Fuck off, Nick. I'm trying. Oh, man. Does that make you feel Um, Yeah, no, it did. No, it did. All right. On this episode of Trauma Drama, we're going to start with trauma or drama. And then our main topic today is preparing for the trauma around holiday gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to finish off with a surprise topic. So take it away, Kaylee. Yes, and I apologize for being so tired. And Nick is right. I am flat. And he, it, this is the best time of day for Nick. So <laughs> Nick is fucking thriving. I'm See if I a hard run time. you all over again. <laughs> but um, my trauma or drama is a situation that happened today at work. Um, and I, I think I already know the answer to this, but I wanted to bring it to you specifically, Nick, because I think you would enjoy it. Uh, or at least find it interesting. But today I was in a work meeting, and at our work meeting uh, we were discussing anti-racism. So we were doing mm. things related to being actively anti-racist, actively gotcha. dismantling racism, all those sorts of things. And so we had to do, um, like, picture probably, I would say, a very, very diverse room. Like, there is young folks, there's older folks, there is a variety of races, ethnicities, genders, um, abilities, religions, all of those things. So yeah. it is a pretty diverse room of, of It's people. a nice little melting pot. Thank you, Nick. Um, yeah, and, just to, you know, make that <laughs> sentence sound better. Um, <laughs> and so we um, we're in this space. Sorry, Millie's biting my sweater. Oh, Millie. So we're all in this room, and we're talking about anti-racism, and we're doing one of these sort of worksheets or, or documents where you write down, like, your race, your ethnicity, your gender presentation, your age, all those things. And then you pick out the three most prominent identities or pieces of your identity that you think about on a day-to-day related to work. Okay. Um, and it, like, related especially to being an employee of the college. And so we do this, and um, I'm, like, super fucking into it. You know, I'm, like, yeah. right, I'm really engaged. I'm, like, really writing down all my stuff. I'm, like making sure the definitions are right. And I've done this yeah. activity hundreds of times. Like, I, I, it's not this new is your for shit. me. Yes. Um, and so then after the activity where, you know, we write some discussion questions and then we have to go and partner up with another person and talk to this other person about their three identities that they hold, like, most salient in workspaces and I have to talk about mine. And so I am, like, scrambling around, like, picture little me looking for a partner, like, (laughs) yeah, hey, I need a partner. I, like, did the really embarrassing thing where I asked somebody next to me, like, hey, you want to be my partner? And they were like, sorry, I I already got one. Fucking hate that. (laughs) You don't have a friend in the class. You're just No, I didn't. And I'm definitely, like, this, like, nerdy girl that sits in the front and wears glasses and is like, "Mm." 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God. I love learning. Yes, I do. I love learning. That is me. So anyways, I get partnered with this human. Um, this person did not want to partner with me and actively was trying to partner with one of their friends because they didn't want to participate in the, in the activity. And yeah. I was like, you have to participate. Be my partner. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I sit with this person and this person I would say is maybe in their 50s. Okay. Like late fifties, early I don't know, fifth somewhere probably in their fifties. Um, over fifty, and, but not not seventy maybe. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say over fifty, under sixty. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the fifties. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, and this person is a a maintenance employee, so there's somebody who manages like different maintenance needs in the building. Um, and we start having this conversation, and I like take off. I'm like, yeah. well, my identity as a white woman and especially as a queer person on campus has a really big impact on my day to day and like oh, doing man. all of these things. And this this person um, presents as like as a white man who is in their 50s. I should have said that as well. So holds a lot of privilege in a lot of spaces. And I say a lot of things and he he's just kind of like, OK, like this yeah. girl's fucking crazy. He's probably over this shit before it started. Yes. Yes. And so then I like say all my things and I was like, and what about you? And he was like, well, I think this is all political. (laughs) And I don't, I never think about my identity when I walk into a room and I treat everybody the same. Um, And I looked at him and I was like, damn, okay, that's kind of the problem. No? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, like, he doesn't realize kind of the differences and stuff. Kind of why we're here. And yeah. I just got like slammed in the face with this like, oh fuck, I'm going to have to work to educate this like Damn. 50-year-old white man. And, and did he, you? Fuck. And I did. And then he starts talking about his veteran status. Mm. And so says that he, he's a war hero. Is, and I thanked him for his service. And I said, I'm glad to know, like, thank you for sharing with me that you're a veteran. Like, that probably impacts you on a day-to-day. You know, like, trying to reach the yeah. the piece of, like, reflecting on how your identity Thank you for your service, faces. but go fuck yourself. <laughs> and he said to me, he's like, yeah, you know, when I was in the Army, the only thing that mattered was if you were wearing green. And I was like, okay. And I, I'm just sitting there, like, t- I told this man about like my femininity and like my bisexuality and like all of these things and i mean it's not to say that we didn't necessarily like like do well of course we were different humans in that space but i think the trauma or drama is like i i i felt really like i i hit a brick wall i'm so used to being around educators i'm so used to being around people that focus and emphasize like social justice i'm so especially in the workplace and yeah well no i I think you're you ran into a person who is like kind of the problem and i brought it up before mm -hmm. like at that point that person might be too far gone Mm. and it's just like why why kill yourself trying to convince someone it's just like cool no worries the world Mm -hmm. will be better in x amount of time when everything's gone like i used to be that person i think that's like perfect for this podcast that's why mm-hmm. we started it like i was like yeah i don't see color what do you yeah. mean we're all equal and it's like if yeah. you don't if you just stay thinking like that yes it just kind of fucks everything up no absolutely and i um i think as i've shared on the podcast before one of my favorite humans says like we don't sway the fours and the fives you know we like we work to support and bring the folks that are on the threes or the twos or the ones to the scale of like what we believe emulates justice or like what we believe emulates anti-racism and um i think it was really it was really interesting to have to do that sort of active 
dismantling. And there was all these different phases of like anti-racism that we learned about in this meeting. And the first one, like the first phase is complete, like, I think, what was the word? Violence or it was um, like something really strong that says that you just do not believe in, do not buy into anything related to anti-racist work. And like, I, I always assumed at the college, like, oh, yeah, like that must be faculty. That must be people that I don't necessarily engage with on a day-to-day. And then mm-hmm. it was somebody that I engaged with on a day-to-day. And I, I, for, I think before I move forward, I also want to recognize, like, my privileges in that. Like, being a white woman, I don't have to encounter the same racism or discrimination or biases that I would imagine other folks would encounter when encountering somebody like this man or, like, this person. Yeah. Because there was a moment where we both thought we were on the same page and that that is privilege, like privilege. Lives yeah. There, you know, Dave, Dave Chappelle just did a, I think one of his, he said it was like his last standup and he talks about that. He was like the white woman movement was very like mm-hmm. a slap in the face. Like mm-hmm. we've been trying for centuries and you yeah. guys did it in like 30 years. I forgot the numbers <laughs> he was saying, but you know, yeah. in retrospect, he's like, we're still fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Forget about us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. White, white women are so scary. Uh, yeah, we are the scariest. I, I know. I this. know. Oh, I wish I was there because my little chameleon Nick would have been probably just yeah. said everything that guy wanted to hear, and I would have walked away yeah. and been like, "Oh, I got. I had so much fun," <laughs> <laughs> and just like made the world uh, not such a good place. Uh, I the um, my coworker and the facilitator of this activity was kind of sitting behind me, like, and I, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you see." <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. So God, what do you think? I commend you for trying. Trauma or drama? Trauma. You think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. Especially when he starts bringing up the army, like he mm. just he probably has a lot of shit going on that he hasn't dealt with, and mm. he just he can't even think past that. There's I'm, I'm a man and I'm white. I don't see anybody else different. Mm-hmm. Isn't everybody looked at like a white male? <laughs> <laughs> no, what the fuck? And that's what I was trying to communicate to him of like. Like, your veteran status matters. You know, like, that is something that, like, impacts your identity and impacts probably the way that you go about your day-to-day. But that just, whoop, right over Well, and he kind of, yeah, and he kind of said it and then didn't realize (laughs) it. It's literally the Spider-Man meme. Like, ah, fucking, I love that thing. (laughs) That was a good trauma drama. drama. Thank you. That was good. Thank you. Um, Moving into our main topic for the day, preparing for trauma around the holiday gatherings. Mm. So I fucking Mm. hate the holidays. Talk about because spooky. of this, yeah. <laughs> um, and oh, I guess before we talk about it, it is preparing. We're gonna have another mm. episode where we're gonna answer questions that come up about this mm-hmm. one. So if you have any, DM us our, our Instagram, email us, text us, whatever. Get a hold of us. Let us know, and we'll talk about it in the next episode before the main holidays come. Yes, yes, because I think we're all in the like preparing for holiday stage. Like you know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of friends are buying plane tickets home and are excuse me, um, are managing like, okay, I'm going to go to my dad's on this day and to my mom's on this day and to my yeah. grandparents on this day and I'm going to do this or do that. And like, ah, I am like avoiding it all so hard. No, yeah, even that part, I hate mm-hmm. that part. And I, I always have an issue with my mom. She always wants to spend the day of together. And I'm mm. like, the day of stuff, like the day of Thanksgiving, day of Christmas, I work. So... Mm. I can give you an hour maybe, but mm. if we celebrate on a different day, I can cut out a whole chapter of the day for you. Mm. But it's really important for her to have the day of. So like we had a we had a big blowout last Christmas about it. Jeez. And I, and I gave her the option though, which one do you want? And she thought 
she like was like i thought i wanted to spend time with you out but the day of i need to be with you the day of i'm like all mm. right even if i can only spend an hour Ooh. with you this is so interesting and i want to thank you for sharing that nick but i want to back up a little bit because i think there's yeah. a lot that we can dive into I was and just so back. i want to ask <laughs> i want the first question i want us to dive into is like what comes up for each of us as we start to prepare for the holidays mm. like is there any I, I heard you already talking about boundaries. I heard you already talking yeah, about, yeah, like, yeah. setting expectations. I heard you already, like, I want to talk about all that, but I want to back up first to, like, yeah, 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 go for what it. starts to come up when the holiday season comes around. You go first, because I'm going to think about it. Yeah, okay. So I think I, even hearing you say all of the things that you said, the things, like, the first few things that come up for me when the holidays roll around is, like, complete and total utter avoidance. Like, mm. I do 100% avoiding of all things holiday um especially because i know that that like those things are coming the arguments about why we have to spend holidays together the arguments about where i'm gonna go or what i'm gonna do or like the guilt or the shame that comes from like not being somewhere with like the people that are expecting me to be there but it's also like i don't know i think there's so many different layers to it but i even wrote down this question as we were taking notes of like why why do I even still think it's important to celebrate holidays with family? Like it, it is right. not something that I value. It's not something that I value religiously. It's not something that I value as far as like spending time with my parents or. Right. Cause you don't really do that anyway. So yeah. it's, it's not really anything for it's you not, except it's go nothing. somewhere for dinner. Yeah. It is nothing for me other than to like show up and what, like tell everybody I'm doing good. Like, that's well, at so what annoying. Point, yeah, at what point then are you just going to say, I don't want to do any of that and just go on, like, a vacation? I mean, Kayla and I did that last Christmas. We went to yeah. Maui over Christmas. And mm-hmm. we, because I wasn't working at the restaurant. Yeah. And I had the days off. So it was like, let's just go. And it was, like, the best holiday we've had. Not mm. having to worry about racing around, trying to yeah. squeeze everybody in. So I understand what you're saying. I wonder no. when you'll be like, fuck this. I don't, I, I don't know. Because I think I also, um, so... <laughs> Another thing I want to bring up, something else that comes up for me is like, how can I do anything? How can I do anything else except for spend time with my family? How can I do anything else except for like be there to see my parents or be there to like be asked a hundred questions about who I'm dating or what's going on in my life when like nobody, nobody cares to call or thinks about me other than if I'm right in front of their face. Yeah, it's kind of like just a routine. It's like, oh, okay, here we go. Let's pretend to do this again. And like... I always have looked for a surrogate. Like I've always looked for like, well, people enjoy holidays, right? Like you and I probably Mm -hmm. sound like cynics right now being like, yeah, fuck the holidays. Like that's (laughs) our little trauma brains being like everything around the holidays sucks, but I'm sure people enjoy it. And I, I believe that to be true. And so I guess something that comes up for me is this like, well, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to find it? What's going to be this? Like, am I going to spend the holidays with a partner, a boyfriend, their family? Am I going to spend the holidays with you and Kayla? Am I going to go up and like see Alana? Am I going to, you know, like how am I going to be around people or do something? Because yeah. for some reason this like persona or like idea of spending the holidays by myself feels really like scary. Well, or sad. I'm sure you would like to spend it with people you love and like have an enjoyable time uh-huh. and when everybody's off work and we can yeah. gather and there's like a set time where at mm-hmm. least you'll see the people you care about once a year and like yeah. hopefully at least so there is parts of it that i do like it's just the part of like the i guess the trauma come for me comes from like i i have to choose again who which parent mm. do i see 
and now I'm married, which family do we see? Mm. And it's like, okay, where am I going to have the most fun at? Like, and then that's when I start to like, through my counseling experience was like, what does Nick want? Mm. Right. Last Christmas, I said, I don't want to do any of this with anybody. I just want to be on my own. I want to actually have a vacation working my ass off as a first responder during COVID. Like, I just mm. want to be away. So I did. Um, and I didn't really get a whole lot of kickback that I thought I was going to get. Because mm. that's another thing. It's like the guilt that you would that some people would try to throw on you because you didn't make it. And it's like, well, yeah. dude, I got like my own life I've got to do. with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. Like, I think the the kickback is so real of like, yeah, I don't know. I've got, I got, I definitely like was not present there for a second. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, I st- something about the holidays and talking about the holidays makes me so no, you do seem very worked up about it. I would yeah. say more worked up than I am. I don't like, mm. you said we hate it. And I hate the thought of like having to choose between mm. people. But I feel like I have boundaries, I guess, which we'll get to, I'm sure, coming up soon about like yeah. boundaries for the holidays. How do you do that? No, and I'm sorry for making that assumption I, that we hate it. I guess I I just heard us sounding like a little <laughs> bit cynical. But No, we do sound yeah. c- c- oh, cynical. Like yes. you're right, we do. Um, well then I guess, yeah, my next question is like, what, what sorts of things have we done in the past well? And what Mm -hmm. sorts of things like, do we want to do differently? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. So I did already bring up the one, the Mm -hmm. example of my mom. Mm -hmm. So I guess like how I handled that was, it was a blowout obviously, because everything has to be, Mm. but okay, mom, what do you want? (laughs) And she couldn't tell me like, and that, you know, what do you want? So I think a good idea is if you have the opportunity to give it to someone else, like, what would make you happy around the holidays if that's mm. what you're trying to do? You're kind of talking about a different thing. You, you're you done with that shit. You don't want to do that is mm-hmm. what I was hearing from you. But if you're listening and you're still, you want to attend those holiday gatherings, but you want to also enjoy your time, maybe ask those people what they would like from you because mm. then you might be expecting something completely different. They might mm. just want to spend an hour with you on Christmas Day. Mm. That's more manageable than having to cut out a whole afternoon or evening with someone. So it just, you know, give it a shot talk to them about it yeah and I I think for me like I've even though I say I don't want to go or I don't want to do this like I'm probably still going to you know and I'm probably going to and I'm probably going to hate it and I'm probably going to have (laughs) like all of these thoughts or fears or anxiety around the holidays but I I I don't know it's it's really interesting thinking about like what have I done in the past and what has worked well um, but also the things that have worked well for me have made my, my family very upset. So like, I know I dealt with that a little bit last year where I spent the holidays with my partner at the time and, um, oh, and like, that's not, that's not like abnormal for you. I think you mentioned a yeah. surrogacy. Mm-hmm. I took that as you planting yourself somewhere else. You went a different way with it, but that's why I thought you were going with it. Yeah. Cause you would go with someone else's family or like Kayla's family if you could yes, I'm sure yes. you know and then you went with Johnny's family and then yeah. you know what I mean like you do and you mentioned avoidance so when yeah. you said the sur- surrogacy surrogacy yeah. yeah 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 that's where I thought you were going with that that is where that is what I meant we were saying the same oh, thing okay yeah we're oh, saying the same okay. thing with different words and I guess what I'm saying is when I've done those things and like actually done what I wanted to do for the holidays mm-hmm. or what I thought felt good or what I wanted to explore in that moment I got the backlash from family gotcha. members or the upset family yeah. members or the like you only want to spend time you know with your your partner at a time or at the time how did you deal with that i 
with a lot of shame and like with a lot of guilt and a lot of sadness. But I think the, the way I deal with most things, like through therapy, <laughs> um, <laughs> but recognizing, I think the hardest thing for me is recognizing that even though I don't really have that good of a time or I don't really feel like I have a family unit when I go places, I'm still expected to be there, which is so interesting. And it's like, I think this whole thing is really interesting your take on it and my take on it and i don't know why they're i don't really know why they're they're so different but my advice and what i've done is talk to them put it on them Mm. right what you were doing was just taking everything so you're like getting shit thrown at you and i'm like tossing stuff at them hey what do you want take whatever you want and it's like very very different and i i think like that's something i would like to improve more in the future is like i cannot keep avoiding the holidays i cannot keep avoiding family stuff i cannot keep avoiding because it's impacting me right like and even this year right even this year i have the perfect excuse i live a state away i can't yeah yeah you can't can't sorry and i probably won't like i don't have plans to go home for thanksgiving yeah but Um, like that's fine as long as i don't want you to feel guilty about it like that's mm, fine avoid mm, it doesn't have to be like negative like yeah fuck i don't want to be a part of that but don't beat yourself up about it yeah. totally fine no i appreciate that thank you for giving me that validation because most of the time i feel like it, i i feel like it's not and i get told that it's not well yeah yeah of course yeah and so i i think yeah how do i put up my little shield when the shit's being thrown at me and like how do i even find the like ammo to throw it back if i want to it's hard yeah i don't know i I guess you could just say like, hey, the, you know, this is a, one of the reasons why I'm avoiding this. Yeah. Your reaction to this. So, yeah. But yeah. then your people you're talking to are so unconscious or yeah, not even connected to like the conversation. They wouldn't even be able to pick up on that and just be like, yes. you fucking bitch. And like there is clearly because of the way I think I think I'm speaking about it and I think the way that I'm reacting to it, like there's clearly so much trauma for me rooted in like the holidays that I haven't yeah. even like scratched the surface with yet. And so um, for our listeners, if this is the, you know, the most you've heard me frazzled or I hope you can like feel that I am sweating. <laughs> like I am having a hard time talking about this. Yeah. Even the it conversation also could be, around it is hard. Yeah. I also, it also could be that it's nighttime. It could be any of those things. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't know. I think we handle problems differently too, but it yeah. could be like a man versus woman thing or like I, played yeah. football it was a contact sport so when i see a problem or an issue i would rather run like just right mm-hmm. at it instead of avoiding it no i i think there are definitely problems that i run head on at as well but i think i yeah no absolutely i'm mainly talking about just this one just this one okay <laughs> yeah no just you. this one yeah no yes. not the way you just this one <laughs> just this one feels yeah like i am i am running away from it i think one more thing i did want to add as far as like what have I done in the past to, to handle the holidays? Um, mm-hmm. I know I've said that I've like had surrogate families and been in spaces yeah. where I've like, you know, been in other, in other like family holiday traditions or spaces, but I have also managed, I have also like, I've had buffers, like shout out to my yeah. two best friends, Kayla and Alana have been my most incredible buffers through so many different holiday situations. Even you, Nick. Remember the casino? Yeah. That was amazing. I had so much fun that night. <laughs> I was a star. Yes. Like, I... Uh, um, I got asked to do a speech. It was the first time I met her family of 60. They said, Nick, speak. I was like, what the fuck? No. 
<laughs> my family takes that kind of shit so seriously. But also, like, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. And, like, they call Kayla Vodka. Like, that is Kayla's nickname in my family <laughs> because one time Kayla came to a lacrosse game. Um, my I think it was my one of my playoff games or senior game mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, it was I think something it was important. A, a big important game. My whole family was there, and Kayla brought... I was not there. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Um, <laughs> Kayla brought a fifth of Smirnoff. And started, yeah. and then like 20 red cups and just started passing it out. She's like, hey, you want some vodka? You'd like a shot? <laughs> and then my family was like, who's that girl? Is she just handing out vodka? Like, let's just call her vodka. And then later it became, oh, that's my best friend Kayla. And she became yeah. known as vodka. As so, vodka. Vodka. They always say vodka and Nick because they know you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Can't be mistaken. They, uh, it's um, fucking so annoying. But <laughs> I think bringing friends into those spaces has helped me feel so secure because um, I have like a segue of conversation or I have like a safety person or I have an excuse for like an out. Um, yeah, totally. and I also, especially something that Kayla and Alana do so well that I love is like, they help me find humor and they help me like kind of separate myself from the situation and like mm-hmm. laugh through some of the pain. And so I think it's something I really love about my two humans is being able to say like, this is fucked up. Like we are yeah. in a fucked up situation. Yeah. And then like being able to laugh at it later has like really helped and like validated my experiences while still making them seem manageable. Yeah, no. And yeah. I, I totally can connect with that because in my, um, my dream work mm. when I would go really deep into a dream. So go really down to that unconscious, see what's underneath. Most of the time I had a companion with me, mm. at least one. Um, it was a, usually a friend mm. or, or something. Someone came with me. So it's really awesome that you also experienced that in the physical and I was yeah. exper- experiencing it in the spiritual. So that's really cool. That is really cool. I like that a lot. Um, before um, we wrap up this topic, I just yeah. want to make sure this is for everybody. Everybody start to get your heads right. Okay, holiday season's coming. <laughs> this is just, we just want you to start to think about stuff. We'll do another yeah. one and we'll give you some more solutions, better mm-hmm. practices so you can be healthy. Oh, and again, we're not doctors. So yeah. um, this is not medical advice. I mean, listen to me. I'm, I am a fucked up mess. Oh my God. The holidays <laughs> make me sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? I do. I have one more question before we wrap, we wrap yeah. this up. The last question I wrote down about holiday prep is like, has there ever been anything that you've regretted? Like, do you ever have any regrets Ooh. about how you've prepped or planned for things around the holidays? Sometimes I wish I drove myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I'm fucking stuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say first solution we can give, I don't want to give too many, is like have your own escape plan. Like, yeah, yeah. Have your own escape plan if you need to bike, scooter, bus. Yeah, call a friend fucking run run like anything mm. that you need to do to escape do it um yeah. i think i think um things that i have regretted things that i have regretted is saying yes to everything even if i didn't mm. even if i didn't mean it i think yeah. that's a that's a theme of my life like that's a big thing that i <laughs> i want to work on and that i am trying to work on actively is like I say yes a lot first and then like change my mind, but especially with the holidays, especially yeah. with the holidays, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm there. And then I'm not, no, I'm not going to that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So I'm not even in the state, actually. Not even in the state. Can't be there. So I'm going to try really hard this season to say, let me think about it. 
Yeah, that's good. Let me think about yeah. it. I'll get back to you. Yeah, I'm actually really busy. I, I have to think about it. Sorry. Yeah, let me. I gotta get to a lot of people. Let me. Yeah, I got. Sorry, I got a lot of things to do. Me and my dog. Um. So yes, those are some of my regrets. But I think that could be a good place for us that's to good. jump off. Yeah, that's a great place time. to stop. Uh, all right, so our surprise topic today is how do you know if someone is toxic? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Hmm. How do I know if somebody is toxic? Ugh. How would you define someone who's toxic, Nick? Uh, I would I would say I know someone's toxic or being toxic if I feel like I just got punched in the stomach. <laughs> If I'm like, ow, like what, dude? What was that about? You know, like that. That was that was toxic. That interaction. Yeah. How do you know if someone's a toxic person? Mm. Ooh, that's interesting. Different. Interesting. I like the way anybody you can up. be toxic. Yeah, a toxic I'm interaction. Toxic. I mean, I wasn't gonna <laughs> say it. I'm glad you did. Uh, no, a toxic interaction versus a toxic person is really interesting. Like, I think. Like, in the most layman's terms of toxicity is literally when you are being poisoned, impacted, burned, yeah. like, in a way that will kill you, like, in a way that will impact your health So if or your someone's well-being. triggering me, are they being toxic because it triggers my poison, right? No, I think but so. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, okay. But with that definition of that, I started mm. to think, like, someone could think... Like, if you don't... If you're not aware, like, our last episodes were about triggers. If you're not aware of mm-hmm. your triggers you could experience the feeling I described as being punched in the stomach when someone yeah. triggers you and you stop doing that and they never do mm-hmm. and you're like, they're toxic. Mm-hmm. could just be you're not dealing with the trigger. Interesting. Yeah. That was, I think that's I, an interesting point too. I don't know I think... why I keep adding all this bullshit for us to talk about. <laughs> we have so much and I just keep... <laughs> We're just like here down. and you're running circles <laughs> around the topic, picking new topics. No, I think, um, I think for me, at least in my experiences, toxicity lives in like hate like actual physical hate discrimination bias coldness like harm abusive abuse yes so when i see when i see someone who is racist sexist misogynistic ableist any of those things like all those things to me maybe the guy in your trauma or drama either could live kind of on the verge i agree but i i was gonna say too a lot of the the social constructs or like the social hate I think could either live in in ignorance or actually in bias. So I don't know. You have to sift through that. Like, yeah, is somebody that's... just being ignorant or are they being hateful? Yeah, that's true. That's, um, most of the time it's ignorant, I feel like. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. But um, I also, I think that is a beautiful way to explain it, Nick, because I do experience a lot of toxicity when I am being abused or when I feel like abuse is on the table, to use your words. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think, like, also, I recognize toxicity or I recognize, like, the, I don't know what we can call that word because toxic is, it feels right, but I think there's more to it. But when I feel small, like, when somebody makes me feel, like, yeah. in, insignificant or that I don't matter or that I am, like, this, just this little no, girl. No, I think, I think everybody could probably feel the toxicity mm. in a different way. And yeah. it's probably the, me getting hit in the gut is you mm. feeling small. Like, yeah. Interesting. And that's sad, too. Oh, thank you. Is it weird that I almost called myself a little boy? (laughs) No. Yeah, that's a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) Just feel like a little boy. (laughs) But that sounds like way more like you're defenseless when you're little. Uh, I still feel like I can defend myself. It just is like, oh, that was a cheap shot, you know? Yeah, interesting. So, Would it mean like, does it mean not that you're defenseless, but that your defenses are down? It could be, yeah. Probably I would experience more of those toxic 
Yeah, because if I'm around someone who's toxic, yeah. my guard is up. But Absolutely. if I experience a toxic interaction, my guard was probably down. Yep. And that's why I got punched in the gut. Like with my trauma or drama, I went in there and I was like, we're all yeah. here to be anti-racist. Oh, shit. Right. You are not. And you stood up for yourself. You didn't, <laughs> that's you true. didn't stay small if you felt I, small. Yes. You I wasn't a little boy. Really because I would have, like I said, chameleon. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, dude, everybody's fucking, you're what you're born. Like, you know, I just totally would have resorted back to uh, high school Nick, uneducated. Talk about spooky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very spooky. Oh, very spooky. Oh, I liked that. That was a good topic. Do you have anything you want to yeah, add? No, no, I think it might be. If, if you guys like it, let us know. Because I feel like we have a lot more to add to just toxic shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that was a good show. Yay. Love you, Nick. Love you too. Follow us at Trauma Drama Podcast on Instagram and TikTok to see show updates, video highlights, and much more. We upload episodes every Monday and Friday. Tune in for more.